Hello, I just wanted to mention if you're listening to a Ringside View podcast on any of these platforms, iTunes, Breaker, Cashbox, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, please give us a like, a subscription, a comment, and follow us on all these platforms. We would greatly appreciate it. Also, follow us on Facebook. Our Facebook page is Pro Wrestling News Tracker. We're also on Twitter at Ringside View Pod. We are also on Instagram at Ringside View Podcasts. So follow us on all these um, social media platforms. We would greatly appreciate it. Hey, everybody. Robert Jesse Dominguez with Earl the Pearl, Ringside View Podcast. Earl, how the heck are you? Well, you know, uh, it's been a good week in wrestling. Um, but outside of that, I've been doing really good. Been working out, been running, and, and not running. Let me rephrase that. I've been walking and then jogging. You're running things? Intermittently. Intermittently. I run things on the streets and in the house, you know, <laughs> with my daughter. So the last two days, we haven't done anything because she had... She came home late yesterday, and mm-hmm. then today it was a little bit chilly. So, But we're starting back up tomorrow. Too my son sweet. went with me, and he's like, I can do this. And then we get to the house, he's like, I wasn't ready. So, you his, know. His birthday was just around the corner, wasn't it? It was. It was uh, six days ago. Bubba Boudreaux. Bubba Boudreaux. <laughs> Last Friday was his birthday. <laughs> so, you know, he had a good time, and then we're going to celebrate his birthday uh, the tomorrow, basically, right? Saturday. Nice. I forgot what day it is, but yeah. And Don't when I get off work at four, I get to go pick up the pizzas, and then head out to the park. Nice. Yeah, he got a, he got a couple books that he wanted, and then he was uh he was like this. Oh, I had a, I have some angelic voices enter the room, and then it was just yeah. the protect your cherished pictures and documents. But anyways, he was talking about it. I talked to him in one night, and he's like, "This isn't the book I wanted," and I was like, "You're not gonna say a word to your mom." But but side note, he never told us the name of the book. He just like, I want a Minecraft book where they're adventuring. Yeah. And that's what my wife got him. He's like, well, Connor, which is his friend at school, was like, Connor had a different Minecraft. I was like, do you know the name of that book? You didn't tell us. And he's like, no, I don't know the name. I'm like, well, then you better find it out if you want someone to get you that book. Yeah. Because we got you what you asked for. But he also got a Pokemon book that had over 800 different Pokemons and all their evolutions and stuff. So he was happy. Yeah, he's. I think that's great that he learned not to upset his mommy. <laughs> I, I, he, he's not good at keeping secrets. But okay. I told him, like, you won't say this. Because what happens is you tell, you know what I'm saying, you're vague and you get what yeah. you ask for. Then you're like, oh, I don't really like it. And right. that, gives, that makes her not, not upset, but she's like, well, I'm not going to buy anything for you anymore. So I was like, if you want presents from your mama, you gotta, you're yeah. going to like this book and just go on with our lives. Yeah, you got to say what you want. <laughs> mm-hmm. You got to tell us. If you don't tell us, we don't know. Yep. Um, we got a lot to talk about, man. Man, it was a good week in wrestling. It, it was a good week. There's a couple of things that kind of I didn't I know I didn't foresee, but we can talk mm. about it whenever we we get there. There's but, one. There's one that upset me really badly, and I didn't like it. Okay, we 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 can compare notes to see if we if we're okay. Because I tell I tell everybody in the other podcast that you and I yeah. are in tune. We and, are, and and we get excited about the same things. Yes, I <laughs> so, you know what though. That's 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 what that's the great thing about wrestling because. Like I said, you may not always agree, and right. you may not like the same things, but when something really good generally happens, 
if you really like wrestling, yeah, and you're not just like a certain brand, and that's the only you got the blinders on, is what yeah. I call it. If you really appreciate it and love it, then the things that are really exciting happening, you really get happy for it. So yeah, but yeah, I like it that we're on the same page. I do like that about us. Yeah, because like, because um, I don't, I don't get excited about NFL football, NBA, mm-hmm. baseball, no hockey, anymore. sports ball. It's What's like, sports ball? It's like it's like I'm excited about wrestling. Wrestling never lets me down. And I love nope. that about wrestling. Even if it's even if it's not something that I don't want, I'm still excited yeah. about it because I'm invested in it. So exactly, when you're invested in the product, that's yeah. the thing, and that's the great thing about wrestling. Because here's the thing: if if it, just for instance, like the way I look at it is if if I'm a big fan of football, mm-hmm. like North American football, mm-hmm. and that's all I watch, I I have to pick between so many teams, mm-hmm. right? But if I but with wrestling, if I get like say just for instance say wwe upsets me right right all their product i can go over to this product it's still the same thing but it's a totally different product like i can't get mad at the san francisco 49ers and then go watch the russian then go watch um say the broncos it's going to be the same product right it's the same thing now if i get mad at wwe and i go over to triple a yes it's still wrestling but the two wrestling styles are far not even the Contrast. same. Yeah, not They're even not same. even the same league. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not going to see some big guys doing big WWE moves. I'm going to see some littler guys or even some bigger littler guys. But they're all going to be doing the high-flying, aerial, yeah. all this stuff. If I get mad at the 49ers and I go to the Broncos, yeah, the Broncos may not have... They may rely on the run game and not the pass game, but it's the same thing. There's still it's still the same thing. So yeah. that's why I like wrestling a lot because there's so much. And it, here's the thing: if I get mad at that and I'm like, I want to see somebody die in the middle of the ring, I can go watch CZW. That's just craziness and people cutting people with carbon knives and stuff. Yeah. Totally doesn't even feel like wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean, that's why I like it. Like because like, there's so many subgenres. Yeah. Like like WWE will like do like their their thing uh, of humors would be like Bad Bunny pinning somebody. <laughs> that's their humor. And like go you go to AEW and you yeah. see a guy driving a lawnmower with a bunch of guys on it. <laughs> to me, that's funny. And, that is. That is. And then, and then guys saying you know wiener butt. So. <laughs> Or Johnny Hungy. That was so good. Uh, he looked like a leprechaun this week, and it was so good. I loved it. He found his pot of gold. Uh, but, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So, right. like, there's so many subzoners. Like, yeah. you got backyard wrestling. you got death deathmatch wrestling. You've got Japanese wrestling. You've got um, Lucha Libre. You've got American wrestling. You know what I'm saying? And there's even more outside there. There's their stardom. You know what I'm saying? That's totally different than regular Japanese wrestling. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like, like that's what I love about wrestling. Like, like I could just totally be done with normal wrestling, and there is a plethora of other wrestling out there. I can even just, I can even just watch on Twitch. I can watch Effie, who who's a wrestler, yeah. on Monday nights and and two uh, Wednesdays. And sometimes, periodically, the thing, he just goes on for two hours and shows you nothing but independent wrestling from all over the United States. That's what I'm saying. I can go and find my fix somewhere else, yeah. and it's not going to be the cookie cutter like some sports are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that's what I love about wrestling. Let's let's jump right into it. Let's jump into uh, SmackDown uh, for March the 12th. Um, oh, my God. That was <sighs> so good. 
Yeah. Uh, what, what, Paul Heyman denying Jay Uso <laughs> accent. Yeah. He's like, no, yeah, 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 yeah. You I got, got stuff. I'll be here. I got I'll be thing. here. I'll be, I got a thing I got to do anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you do. Yes, you know what? And I'll be here waiting on you. And he's like all excited. Then when he leaves, he's like rubbing his brow. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So I thought that was, again, abusive stepdad, aggressive stepdad right there, just I, not letting you in. I'm predicting this right now that it's going to be three-way between Edge, Daniel, yeah. and... Hey, uh, remember what... I, I called the wrong people, yeah. but I said I think Edge is going to get involved many weeks ago. Yeah. And, and now Edge is getting involved. Yep. And he's going to find a way to mess over, mess over Daniel Bryan. But I liked it that Daniel Bryan got Roman Reigns flustered. Yep. You know, and that and that fed into the aggressive stepdad because he's just you know screw it, I'll do it get get out of here you know what I'm saying like when you when you when you agitate the aggressive yeah. stepdad he doesn't want to hear it anymore yeah and he's just going to do whatever you want and then he's going to take his anger out on you so I I really thought that was good with the contract signing whenever he got him flustered yeah I, like that I was going to say I don't think Edge and Daniel ever matched up at all ever no because so, Daniel Bryan came in way after Edge was. Because he even said it, remember? He was yeah. like, I saw you. and No, he was talking about Jey Uso. Talking about seven years ago. Yeah. You got me all excited again. So, yeah, but no, I now here's the thing. I, I mean, in WWE, I don't ever remember seeing Edge and Daniel Bryan locking up. I don't I don't think so. So Because it, cause Daniel Bryan was always doing independence before he came. Yeah. And Edge never did independence. I mean, he didn't. I'll take it back. He did independence leading up to WWE. Because on his podcast, I remember him talking about all those times up in Canada and him yeah, and Christian yeah. and some people living in a hotel room just eating crackers and stuff. So, again, that was their independence. But I've, I don't remember Daniel Bryan and him ever locking up. So, I'm I'm assuming that uh, Seth is setting up Cesaro for WrestleMania match. That's going to be such a good... That's going to yeah. be such a good match. I am I am genuinely excited about that match. And, so, and it, here's the thing. And we were... I remember we talked about him getting a big push. And I thought right. that meant he was going to win the Royal Rumble. This is a big push. Like, Seth Rollins is like... Yeah. If you think about it, he really is the golden child. Like, he had that title and he blew his knee out. And they had to find something else. And he came back and he was automatically put back up into the same spot. He may not have been the world champion, yeah. but he had the same spot as he did before. So that's a big push for Cesaro to do that. I think I think if he's not going for the title, he's going to put someone over. And I think he's going to put Cesaro over. That's and that is a great, and that's a great thing to do. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I like it. I like what they're doing with that. Uh, I know uh, we we kind of press for time a little bit here. Um, let's okay. jump over. Is it jump over to sacrifice? Ah, oh, man. I, uh. So I was I was happy to see the Good Brothers drop the title. Yeah, because of what it is, and now the Impact titles are going to go to Japan on tour. Yeah, because you learned about that on Impact. Yep. I thought that was yep. really cool. Now, if that's really going to happen, I don't know. But the way they were telling the storyline, I, I like that. I like that. Uh, I like the fact that they dropped the titles as well, but mm-hmm. they're invested here, like in the states. They ra- I yes. think I think they'd rather do stuff on AEW and Impact mm-hmm. than go over there because I know Damn, that's I, fine. I know if they go over there, they're they're going to be like received very very well. Yes, and so but also good with the Good Brothers going to AEW because when we talk about AEW, this is feeding into the story they're telling with the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. So I like what they're doing. And that's good because you know what? If you think about it, 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 it makes my heart happy because yeah. many years ago when I was really big into Impact Wrestling, 
before I had the the drop off, and I went right. to it when they came to Tulsa, and I was uh, I held up a sign for a guy on YouTube that that I really liked how he talked about impact. He didn't really have an agenda. Mm-hmm. I really liked it, and that was back during the Aces and Eight Days and stuff like that. Um, but they made fun of the impact title when yeah. it was when it was TNA because right. they were like it's not really a heavyweight title, and. Since then, their belts have sort of been like a, a mocking. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, it's a TNA title. So I like that New Japan is taking those titles over there because wrestling is really big over there. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's like a, a professional sport. They take it that way, and for that going over there, that gives that exposure. And and if and if what they said is true on Impact about they're going to be defending it over there, that's even better. I because that makes those legitimate you. titles, and that's. And and that kind of feeds into the promo of the unification of the heavyweight title and stuff. I like that they're actually with what's going on with AEW and their partnership with the other companies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's making their belts legitimately be championships. They're still going to be the haters that are like, "Oh, it's just it's just TNA title. <laughs> it's not really a title." But if you're taking to another promotion that is a legitimate promotion and they're defending it, yeah. and it's not even their own belts. That is a legitimate title. You, you don't see that with the, you don't see ROH titles being defended over there anymore. No, but whenever the Young Bucks had it, they, they were, were. You they know were, what I'm saying? They were defended there. So yeah. exactly. So I think that's a very good thing what they're doing. I was going to say before we jump into the big thing uh, of the uh, unified titles, but I was going to mm. say that uh, I'm, you know, I'm kind of I'm going to say this is like a sleeper group. Uh, yeah, uh, decay because. Uh, Black Black Taurus, man, I didn't. I I, I knew I knew of he's him. So when, good, yeah, I knew of him whenever he was at AAA, but mm-hmm. he is he's deceptively strong. I didn't realize how strong he was until he picked yes. up he picked up uh, Ace Ace Romero and, and, and dropped him on like on like mm. the back of his shoulders. I said, mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, and, yeah. Black Taurus is is a sleeper sleeper strength. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, you don't think he can do a drop kick, but his drop kick... You know, he's that Lucha. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That yep. you're like, this guy's not a... You know, kind of like Brian Cage on, on Lucha Underground. Like, Brian Cage, Brian Cage ain't a Lucha door. And yeah. that's what you think about Black Taurus. And then all of a sudden, Black Taurus does a drop kick, and you're like, oh, my, what? what is this? And yeah. that's the good thing about what we were talking about. Like, Lucha Libre, they have so many subcategories of Lucha Libre. Yep. And a big guy like that can be that, because if you're... He's agile. That's what it is, mm-hmm. and and that feeds into that lucha thing, uh, to lucha libre, and then his strength, and you're just like, this guy is crazy. So, um, the Rick Swan uh, Moose match. Now, I'm going to say this, and I'll let you, I'll let you go and you know go and go into your spiel. But I, I'm, 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 I didn't like this result, but I understand nope. why why they're doing it. Okay. I I that's 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 all I want to say. Um because I, I was I was I I was so happy and then I seen the post on the Facebook page and I was yeah. like, "Oh no, Moose lost." And then I got thinking about it and I was like, "No, that's there that's the storyline." Yeah. Yes, let's Moose has a storyline. He okay. told Don Callis he's going to come over and take Kenny Omega's title. Yes. Yep. But the way that AEW and Impact are telling stories and then what happened on Impact yep. when Don Callis came out. But yeah, I got to think about it and I was like, no, Rich Swan is the best choice for Kenny Omega. Yep. Because they're gonna their their styles are gonna match up so well. Yeah. And then I and that, this is what I wanted to say is that I don't want Moose to lose. And if he's gonna lose yeah. if he loses somebody, I want it to be on impact. I want it to be with an impact yeah. person. 
Yes. So for him, for him, like if say for example he goes over and then, who do you think is going to win? Between, you know, between Kenny Omega and Rick. I, I don't see. I don't see them because Kenny Omega's story is not done yet. Yeah. So here's what I hope. And like I said, I don't want to see Moose lose. Yes, he had to lose to Rich Swan, and they took away that belt, and now they unified it, yeah. and that's fine. That's the storytelling. But it, but if they're really going to keep telling the story, it's going to be good because I, I don't know. I haven't read all the stipulations, but I don't believe it's title for title. Right. If it if if it doesn't go title for title, this is what I would love to see. If it isn't title for title, it's just who is the better wrestler. Omega wins. Rich Swan comes back. Moose immediately goes into a program against Rich Swan. See, you can't beat him. You're not that because on Impact, Don Callis already planted that seed. Mm-hmm. You know, I was your guy. You were my guy. But Omega's even better. And then when he walked off, Rich Swan had it. Like, his shoulders like, Man, I'm not really that great. Yeah, he, you know, he, just plant, just planting that seed of, of yeah, you're not so, that great. He sold it so. Yeah, he did. But that's what the thing. If it's not title for title, I, I say Omega wins. Uh, uh, Swan comes back. Moose goes automatically into a program. And he's like, when I held that title, I never lost it. I'm a better wrestler than you. And then he can work on that. And then Rich Swan's going to say, I have something to prove. And then he's going to put up the unification, t- the two titles that are unified. And then, I, and then I see them letting Moose win it. Yeah. Or- and then that will be great. And then Moose can start that story that he put on hold. He can go over to AEW and say, hey, that one guy you wrestled, he's not me. You right. haven't fought me. Right. You know, they did fight in the, he say, he's, right. he'd be like, you haven't fought me one-on-one. Yes, we fought triple three-man, but I didn't get pinned. Because Moose didn't lose that. One no. of the other guys did. You haven't beaten me. And that will feed into King Omega's ego. Yep. That's what I want to see. Yes. <laughs> so that's me. And like I said, we love Moose. Yeah. We do. I was, I was a sleeper on Moose. And like the way that you said that I got you excited about NXT, you got me excited about Moose, and then I started watching a, I started watching Impact again, yeah. and I love Moose. I didn't like Moose when I watched Impact before, but I like Moose. I like everything they're doing with him. So I, I, that's I, that's that's what I was upset about with Sacrifice was the whole Moose losing. I, you know, I didn't like him when he was at he was at Ring of Honor. I didn't like him there. And then, <laughs> and then we, you know, I have Ring of Honor. You know what? You know what? I saw. Okay, I got. I got to make an apology. I don't have my my paper on me. Yeah. So I, I. This is this is just an apology that I have. I already put it on Twitter. So for the longest time, I was upset with Bobby Roode because he cracked uh, James Storm in the head with the beer bottle. Remember, yeah. he he yeah. destroyed beer money, and I was mad. I'm still mad to this date, <laughs> but not anymore. Because you know I love storylines. Yeah. I was watching Impact on Twitch. What was it? Wednesday? Uh-huh. And they were show. I, 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 I was watching it like every day and they were showing the same matches and I got mad. So I figured, I, I realized if I don't watch it for like two to three weeks, when I go back, it's different matches. So I went back <laughs> and it's different matches. And they had um, kind of like TNA and 60, but yeah. on Impact on Twitch. I don't know if you ever watched it on there yeah, or not. Yeah. But they'll, they'll, like they were showing... Um, one of the pay-per-views from like 07 and then it would go and then where a commercial should be, they would go back to a different match. Mm-hmm. So they showed the ultimate X match from December 14th, 2006. And it was young James storm before he was ever the cowboy, cowboy or yeah. he was leading up to the cowboy. And he had, I forget the name of his partner, but he had an, he had one of his eyes, gauzed up and gail kim was their manager okay and they were fighting uh homicide and someone else Hernandez? and 
Yeah, Homicide and Hernandez. I think it was. They were fighting someone. But anyway, that's not that's not the main story. That's not the main point. Right, but right, right. The, the main point is uh, he chased them off with a beer bottle in his hand. And he's like, yeah, get him out of there. And the other guy's like, you just can't take a beer bottle into the middle of the ring. And then he cracks the dude over the head with a beer bottle <laughs> in the middle of the ring. And I said, never mind. Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode was justified. James Storm had it coming. And then I went on Twitter and I was like, I want to apologize to you, Bobby Roode, for the longest time. But James Storm had it coming from December 14th, 2006. <laughs> and uh, he's never responded. But I put that out there. Oh, so I, I watched that and I was all like, James Storm had it coming. You know what? You, you destroy beer. Again, I'm all about yeah. how they weave storylines. And if you're going to was... destroy beer money, how do you destroy it? You pay back someone who destroyed their tag team with the beer bottle. That was like a long time Earl the Pearl storyline. <laughs> it is. I love storylines that come around and they're connected <clears throat> and they all make sense. So that's that's what I wanted to apologize. I was like, I apologize. But yeah. um, I forgot what we were talking about before that. And I just, I just wanted to apologize. No, for no, that. that's, fine. But, that's fine. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, and again, like I said, I, I like what they're doing right now, though, with the storylines. Like yeah. I said, AEW is good at look. Look at the one with Moxley and, and Omega, two years in the making. Yeah. So I and now with them having that partnership, Impact is a lot better, and they're showing off more talent. And Impact has become a better product by proxy. Yeah. I don't know what's happening, what's making it better. I don't know if AEW storyline writers are helping out Impact. Who knows? But I like it. I was, and I, I like what they're doing. I was telling Chris this like, like the other day that uh, Impact mm-hmm. Impact's done better with storylines and they're sticking to them and not not giving up after it's like two that's, two or three weeks. And uh, that's the problem with WWE. Yeah. They they don't do long storylines. And and they if you look at some of the interviews, they even have it. Like like WWE fans don't really want storylines. They don't understand. I'm like maybe the casual WWE fan doesn't, but yeah. I do. I love storylines. And and one main storyline that I always go back to is if you think about it, when Austin and The Rock were fighting mm-hmm. for the Intercontinental Champion without using Google. Who was the heavyweight champion? At you that time, don't know. Yeah. You don't know because you know why? Austin and The Rock stole the show with their storyline. That was the that was the storyline that gave birth to the Is It Live or Is It Memorex? Mm-hmm. It's the one that gave birth to the great um, video package on the bridge where he's throwing the stuff over the pager. He's like, he's like, I put three one six in the pager. Here, you need a scuba tank to go find it. And he threw it off, and then he threw the title over the bridge. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, and then the storyline evolved, and they wanted the heavyweight title. And immediately, who was the Intercontinental Champion? No one. Cared. I don't know. No I don't. Rem- no one cared yeah. because the storyline went from this belt to this belt, and you followed it. Yep. That's why I love storylines. If you have a great storyline and you end it abruptly and just act like it never happened, it sucks. And that's why I love storylines. And I love the long con storyline. I love the the storyline that's two years, three years, four years. Look at that one match over in Japan. I I miss, I forget his name, but it was 15 years. He's fighting one guy trying to get a win. And then he finally got the win after 15 years. And everybody on the anniversary of the match always talks about this is the greatest wrestling match in all of pro wrestling ever. Dang. Fifteen year storyline. Yeah. You, that, you there's kids that are fifteen that don't even know one storyline because it's it's just all jumbled up in WWE. So I that's my rant. I love storylines. 
Speaking of storylines uh, on Raw, uh, the, Hurt, yes. the Hurt Business is probably like the best one on that. It really is. <laughs> it's so good. And I love that they're made that. And I also love that um, the New Day version 2.0 is making Matt Riddle be relevant. And yeah. he's always been relevant, but he was kind of thrown into the you lost your. He's the one that lost his first name. Most of them didn't lose their first name, yeah. they like lost their last name. Or vice versa. But he lost it and became Riddle, which is the stupidest name in ever. I agree. At least with Buddy Murphy, they would at least say, oh, Seth, you brought out your Buddy Murphy. And they could get away with it. Yeah. But Riddle, no. But he's got his bro stallion. And they're making fun of, and, and it's a two-way make fun of. They make fun of uh, Mustafa Ali, and he makes fun of the Hurt Business. Yeah. And it's great. And I love it. And they're and they're, I would love to see him as a new member of the New Day. So, but yeah, that's, and again, that's, that's a hurt business storyline right there. I don't know, uh, what they're doing with, um, what's his name? Uh, Naomi, <clears throat> Naomi and Lana. I don't know what they're doing there. And that's, it's the women division. They don't care. Yeah. It's just, that kind of, that I mean, they have, they have women's tag team titles. Look, we care about women empowerment. We care. Look, there's women tag team titles. I, I'm, I'm more excited about NXT women than I am Raw and SmackDown. It's, remember with NXT per WWE lore, mm-hmm. that's the greatest women's division ever. And if you want to make it in the business, you have to be a woman's NXT wrestler. But I, I I will say this I do like what they're doing with Oscar and how they're they've changed yes. they've changed well their... she got her tooth she got her tooth busted out now yeah. she's crazy she's good Oscar again yeah so now I now you were right you said Shane was going to find a way to interject himself into WrestleMania yep that's with, the only match I'll pop that's the only one I'm going to fast forward through yeah that, or not the, watch the the, uh, the Nickelodeon version of that. God. Man, listen, my daughter is excited. She's like, we get to watch WrestleMania on the Peacock. Yeah. So we're probably going to watch WrestleMania together. Only bad thing is with the Peacock, they say for the first so many months you can't fast forward. Ugh. So I'm very upset about that because if you don't watch it live, you can you can just pick the matches. And I like that because that will help cut down on a lot of unwanted stuff. But my daughter will want to watch all of it, so it doesn't really matter. I, I haven't been able to find it on, on my Fire Stick. Oh, Peacock? Yeah. I don't know if it's uh, you know what let me tell you what I tell my customers when they call into my job yeah Mr. Mr. Dominguez I understand that you're upset we don't have the WWE network but you know if you if you do go to the website it does tell you all the applicable devices that WWE network streams on well listen don't get don't back sass me sir okay <laughs> I don't need this job <laughs> don't say that but yeah, I wish I could applicable. I wish I, I like could that. applicable I like that that's that's the that's the that's the one I have to give now like I said Debbie Network's not that bad it's the it's the discovery plus that all these people I'm like discovery plus has been a thing since February of yeah. this year we don't have any partnerships I don't understand why you're upset that I can't give you this. I don't want to buy it now. Stop. Yeah. I don't I don't want to buy tickets. I'm not going to Florida. <laughs> All right, W Network. Here we go. Um, All right. Let's see here. While you're talking, see if I can find out where I can watch this. Uh, I'm gonna jump over to, to Impact yes. now. Um I'm okay. I'm pretty excited about and I because it seems like every every other week they'll they'll take Raji Raju out of a storyline and they'll Man, like they'll put in someone else, but I'm glad. He, yeah, I'm glad he's back. I, I love his mm-hmm. music. I love what he's doing. Uh, yes, I think it's Shira. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think it's great that he's got a, a storyline with Shira now, and um, it shows off of how great both of them are. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm pretty happy with that. And normally, because mm-hmm. like 
I, I, you know, for some reason, I'm, and, and just without me saying this, and it doesn't come off the wrong way, I, uh-huh. I, I'm just not invested in a lot of like Pakistani or Indian wrestlers for some reason. But I'm, yeah, I love him. I love. But you him. know the reason why that is? Why? It's the way you're conditioned. Yeah. So the reason I say that is, is I love Japan. I love Nakamura. Yeah. I love. Uh, I love. Um, uh, 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 oh, what is his name? Uh, oh, Tajiri. I yeah. love Tajiri. Yep. I love. I love Taka Michinoku. Mm-hmm. I love Nakamura. But the problem is, in the states, when you're growing up, like I didn't even know New Japan was a thing until I was 31 years old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 31 years, you don't know there's Jap. You you hear about Japanese wrestling, but you don't know where to find it. Yeah. So what you're used to is a WWE. WWE is very bad when it comes to wrestlers of of minority descent, whether they're African American, Japanese, Indian, whatever. Look at the look the Brit- great Khali, British, uh, the, the the giant Gonzalez. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and this this isn't just Japanese. This is all all minorities. Look what they did with African American wrestlers. Yep. So they 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 don't do well. Uh, then you have the number one SmackDown uh, announcer Funaki. He's yeah. one of the greatest Japanese wrestlers ever. They he, he only got him. over because he got a comedy bit. I love him. Again, but if you think about it. Except when he was with Takamichinoku, um, I believe he was in that little stable whenever they were against Val Venus. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like cut off PP, and they, you know what I'm saying. Still, you're 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 stereotyping. That's the problem. So you're used to that. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. whenever you see one, you're just like, I'm not really into this. Kind of like with the women wrestlers of WWE. If you if that's all you watch, when you see a women's match, you go, oh, I don't I don't care about women wrestling. Just fast forward. They're really good at doing that. So. But now you go over to Impact and you see like Raji Raju. That's not really his real name. This is what I call him. He's a really great wrestler. Even even the guy he's wrestling. Yes, he's botched a couple. He he wrestled before, like you said. And he came back. That's just nerves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But a casual WWE fan that's going to give Impact a chance and he sees that box like, well, I knew I didn't like this. And now you've already shut down that Pakistani uh wrestler or whatever nationality he is yeah plus you've shut down on that product and you're never going to give it another chance so i i like it and aw has a lot of wrestlers of minority descent mm-hmm. and they show off what they can do and that's what i'm saying when it comes to wrestling not sports entertainment but when it comes to wrestling they show what the person can do and it makes you go well i was wrong i'm going to give something else a chance and then maybe you will go find on the internet one of those promotions or even on a facebook right. for that type of wrestling and now you're like oh i really and 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 i i like what nxt does and they're doing the partnership with nxt india so i'm really excited to see if mcmahon stays out of it and lets triple h run it because he's good at showing you what people can do yeah i mean i was i'll, I'll say this raji raju I, I love his theme music. I love what mm-hmm. he's doing. I love his yes. his, his gimmick, his outfits. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who and he's not like the Bollywood boys. No, he's not no. coming out there dancing or anything. No. He he wants to win. That's all he talks about is winning. And, That's good. And That's what you should do. If you're not in it to win it, <laughs> yeah. why are you there? I mean, I would say this: who whoever his agent is, I, I want. Yes. I want. If I was a wrestler, I'd want that agent. I agree. So I think I think that they're doing a great job with him, and it mm-hmm. and it, it makes me sad that they, that he he's not on every week. And I get yeah. why I get why they're like not putting him on every week, but 
yeah, but they have to cycle. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's what I liked about Impact this week is they showed you the women's division. Mm-hmm. Remember we talked about it? It was a weak link, but they did that that twelve woman tag team match. Yeah, that was great, and you got to see their top women stars. So I like it. I thought they did good. They they showed that the women's division isn't weak. Yeah. And I, I like that. I was going to say this, and this is off topic really, really quick, but yeah. uh, I saw Kylie Ray is making a debut in Chicago at some indie <sighs> wrestling group. I wish I I wish I wish wrote down who it was. I, but really, I really hope she's okay. Yeah. Because so she was taking time off, remember? Yeah. Yeah. And she she has she is a great wrestler. And I, she, I believe that's a good thing. And the reason I say that is, is and I don't want to give him any credence. I'm not trying to bring him up because I want to give him anything. Right. But Lars Sullivan. Yeah. Lars Sullivan is, 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 is Lars Sullivan. What he did before he got let go was was not excusable by any means. But he was going to get called up, and he got he got he got anxiety and had panic attacks. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if, if if the reason I say that is because is I don't believe Lars Sullivan is is mentally well. I really don't. And that's what happened with Kylie Ray. She has mental issues. Mm-hmm. So if she's a great wrestler, she really, really is. But if you get on national television, that's going to mess with your mental facilities. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So go to an independent. Yeah, they might have like a, a live stream feed for their fans, but it's not national television. So you can flourish over there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All you have to worry about is the people in the stands. So you're not worried about TV time. You're not worried about sponsors. You're not worried about this. You can just go out and wrestle, do the craft that you love, and it may not mess with your mental facilities as much as if you were on a bigger stage. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I really hope that she gets where she needs to be and is yeah. happy and does what she wants. Yeah. I'd like her to come back to Impact, but if she's, re- if she's ready, then she should do it. But I'd- here's the here's the thing: there is even in real life, you have a six figure job and you're miserable, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're stressed all the time; it affects your home life. You quit that job and you go work for somewhere that has great benefits, but it's like five, like a four figure or five, like a five figure job, mm-hmm. and you work the rest of your time and you're never stressed out. Sometimes you just need that. And again, if the national stage, because again, Impact for, for the longest time was on big T, wasn't on big TV, but it was still TV. Right. That still messes with you. You know what I'm saying? Because you have to do the TV etiquette. If you're just wrestling for some indie promotion, yeah, you might have travel time. You might have that, but you're not worried about 5,000 people on TV. You know what I'm saying? You're right. worried about 25 in the stands. That's a lot easier to deal with mentally. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. You know what? I hope that does well. I hope it helps her mental state. Hope she flirt. You can be a, you can be the chance. Look at what the fuckasaurus did when he left WWE. He went to some small, pro, small promotion in Pennsylvania and won their world title the first night. Yeah. And then he wrestled until he got on impact and then he left. You know what I'm saying? But he went there and got whatever he needed and was happy. So did you that's say, what I say. Did you say Funkasaurus? I did say Funkasaurus. <laughs> I forget his name. I just know his WWE name. So I don't. Hey, hey! I said what I said. Okay, I said what I said. The other thing I wanted to talk about was Sammy Callahan and Trey Miguel. I thought God, Trey Miguel. I'm so happy we yeah. talk about that. We love Trey Miguel, and we I'm do. happy he is in a good storyline. He looks so good against Sammy. Yeah, he does. It was it was a great it was a great match. It was, uh, and I love the story they're telling. 
Sammy is coming after you, so he's getting your students to turn on you. I don't yeah. even know if Trey Miguel teaches people, but it's a great storyline. Yes. <laughs> it is. It is a so great good. So good. They so sold, I like it. They like sold it pretty, pretty well. They sure did. Um, let's jump over to AEW. Ah. Uh, you know what? JR didn't even make me mad this week. That's good. Um, no, it is. It is. He he's on my he's on my uh, friendly list now. I just love Tony Schiavone. I just want to say this: Tony Schiavone looks like that that grandpa that's really knowledgeable, and then yeah. something goes wrong. He's like, "I'm done. I'm out. I'm leaving." You, <laughs> I love Tony Schiavone so much. Yeah, you should listen on, on uh, the like the AW podcast. If I need cause, to, because it's it's him and uh, what's her name, um, the referee. What's her name, mm-hmm. Aubrey Edwards? Yes. And anytime they start talking about because you know, like she's really young. And yeah, he, and anytime they start talking about like trendy stuff, he goes, "Okay, mm-hmm. let's move on. Let's move on." <laughs> yeah. You know what grinds my gears? <laughs> so, so if he doesn't know what's going, like, because I think uh, John, I love Tony. I think I think John Silver and uh, what's his mm-hmm. name? The other guy. Uh, what's his name? The other guy, uh, Alex. Alex. They were on there and they were talking about wiener butts. <laughs> and he goes, "Okay, let's time to let's time to move on to the next thing." <laughs> I love Tony Schiavone. I've always loved Tony Schiavone. Yes. So that's all I want to say. I was happy to see Penta El Zero Miedo back. I was so happy. I like, yes, and I like that they brought up the, I'm telling you, AEW listens to our podcast. Because I told you that one, like last week, I didn't know Penta spoke English. Yeah. And I don't know who that uh, that other guy is, but he, I have to start watching BTI. But he seemed really cocky, and there's like no backstory there. And what did they say this week on AEW? Like, he looks like he's having too much fun. He needs to calm down. I'm like, that's exactly what I said. I, I'm gonna say this. Uh, yeah, I've been posting like I'm pretty happy right now, and I'm gonna go off off wrestling right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about our our uh, Facebook page, Pro Wrestling News Track. Yes, I've been posting a lot of stuff, and I from, what, from what I what I realized is that he does a post show for AEW. Okay, uh, on YouTube, I, I don't think it's on. on I don't think it's on. Uh, um, being the elite, I think he just does it on the. He does. He does BTI. Yeah, before yeah. before Impact. Yeah, he, he 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 like does that too, but uh, yeah. but he does a post show, and I posted it this mm-hmm. past week because uh, I'm yes. I'm starting to post stuff before like all wrestling, and then after, and then like mm-hmm. and during, and so I'm trying to. I like it. it yeah. Hey, listen, I I watch wrestling, but then that also helps me. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. I didn't know that happened. Yeah. So I like what you're doing. You're doing a good job. Thank you so much. Um, you're welcome. So uh, that was I, I thought that was a great match, Cody and I, and and Penta. The, so the only thing that upset me on that match is he no-sold his arm being broke, and then he sold it. Yeah. And that made me mad because it took away from what the move does just so you could get the win. Yeah. But then Amita's like, oh, my arm's broke, my arm's broke. And then he jumps up and pins him, right? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he did that, and then he jumped up and pinned him, and then when it was done, he's like, oh, 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 my arm's really broke. I can't. Oh, oh, oh. So that made me mad. I didn't like that. That took away from yeah what that does. Because that's the only time I've ever seen someone no sell that move and then sell it immediately just so you could get the win. I didn't and, like that. And then and then what what if because I know the real wrestling fans that watch um, Lucha Underground, mm-hmm. if if Penta put that move on you, you were out. You were done. You were yeah. done. You, you, even you, even you, if you come you, back for weeks. No, even if you look at like Triple A when he does that move, they don't ever no sell and then sell. It's yeah. immediately I can't do anything. My arm is legitimately yeah. Yeah. broke or it's fractured or something. So that's when it made me mad. It's like Cody didn't want to lose. It, so it should. So again, I'm not a booker. Yeah, and I'm not trying to say I am. The only thing I would have said that they sh- that I think should have been done is 
they should have let Cody win on some weird thing. Yeah. And then Penta did the move and then broke his arm. And then you have Dust and everybody coming out and the gun club. And then he walks off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, that's the way it should have been done. You could have had Cody win whichever way. Doesn't matter. And then Sarah Mira is a poor sport and then he breaks his arm. Yep. That's That would have been so much better because... It, it, you know, I'm saying like even me, I I watched him for a long time with yeah. Lucha Underground and AAA and stuff like that, and no one has ever done that. It's like it's like my pride says I can't lose, but oh wait, I'm supposed to have a broken arm, so now I'm going to do that. That's very hokey, and I don't like hokey wrestling. Yeah, that's Cody for you. But anyway, and I like Cody. I just I, don't like what he did. That made me very mad. <laughs> so uh, Jade Jade Cargill, what's what's your what's your what's your thoughts on that? She, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Mm. She's no Tony Storm, but no. But I do. I like her a lot. Here's the thing: she's she, a woman. She's if she was, if she was a, if she was a male equivalent, she'd already be a heavyweight champion. Yeah. I think she is, if not one of the breakout rookie stars of the female. Like she's going to be. She's already got the rocket strapped to her. She's going to go and she's going to become women's yeah. champion. Or women's tag team champion if they ever make that a thing. She needs she needs to call up Beth Phoenix and ask her, can I use Glamazon? God, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> or a version of the Glamazon. She uh, she looks so good. And that's like her second match in, yeah. in AEW. She she's really, really good. And like I said, I I like her a lot. And I think that she has a really good future. Um, I do. I like I like Jade Cargill a lot. Um, I'm going to jump to the end because we we, okay. we can talk about other stuff God, too. But man, but five, oh, Thund- match of the year! Yeah, Thunder Rosa and Good Brent Lord. Baker. That was like man, I I was watching it and like I was posting stuff at the same time. But, yes, but when it started when it started going, I had to stop. Uh, I had to because like I'm I'm trying to do two things at once. I watched the you match. Can and, on that match and post. You I, can't. I stopped and it was like it was so great. I mean, it was like. God. I've got goosebumps just hearing you talk about yeah, it, right it now. Is, and then, like I said, there's only been a few matches in AEW that does that. But man, she so she is. Good. I mean, she was already over, and then like mm-hmm. she she put Thunder Rosa over. I mean, I think Thunder Rosa was on her way to being over anyway. But mm-hmm. you know, uh, Britt's already over without even yeah. being a champion. Both of them. Show. So here's the thing. I love storylines. Yep, I talk about it all the time. Even on this, even on this podcast, this episode, I talk about it. The, the the story that they told, mm-hmm. one, with the story that they told, showed both of these women, a you know women's champion. Like, Britt Baker needs to be the, the women's champion. I love Sheeta, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But Britt Baker needs to win that because that showed her caliber. But the story that they told. So the whole story this whole time that they're telling is you don't belong here you don't belong here. And then this story, at least to me, she, Thunder Rosa is going to do whatever it takes. And she even put on Twitter, too, and that helped back up the story that I saw. No one should tell you where you belong. So she would go through hell to show you why she belongs. Yep. And that match was hell. And then Britt Baker story is, you don't belong here. I'll go through hell to show you that you don't belong here. Mm-hmm. And anytime you have a good crimson mask in a storyline, it makes careers. Look at Stone Cold. That's the poster child of the crimson mask that makes you a, yeah. a, a 
top tier caliber wrestler. The uh, double turn, right? You, you're talking. Yeah, about- whenever he was fighting Bret Hart, yeah, he had that. He had that that crimson mask, and mm-hmm. he was crying and screaming. He passed out. This one, yeah, and he passed out. He didn't tap. He passed. Right. But this one, the the crimson mask on on Britt Baker, and then that smile she gave when she got the thumbtacks. Yeah. Oh my God! That think, and selling with the face—that's another thing I love, and I, that was just a money. I posted like six pictures of that one, I think. Mm-hmm. So. But that's what I'm saying. But she sold with her face, and it, and, it, and again, so this whole storyline, this match, this was a culmination of everything they've been doing, and it didn't. And one, it was their first women's main event, and they knocked that out of the park. Yeah. Two, it was their first women's hardcore unsanctioned match. If I was knocked that out of the park, if, if I was Sheeta, I'd, I'd I'd be pissed. Uh, I'd be. You know what? You got to tell the story now that she needs to be scared. Yeah, because you have two women coming for your belt that will go literally through hell, will literally bleed and not give up, and to win. Yeah, to win. You know what I'm saying? Even though Britt Baker lost, she still won. Yeah. This this was the rocket strap. She's over. She's in the cosmos. She's yeah. up on that level that most women wrestlers don't attain. I didn't And I want to believe yeah. and I want to believe in my heart that Jim Nambel Nightheart broke 50 not Jim Nambel Nightheart. I'm so sorry. He's he's not that's not the one. Um Hammer Valentine, sorry. Yeah. The Hammer Valentine. I want to believe he broke 15 TVs in his house and he went over to his neighbor's house and decided to tell them how they took the jobs away from men. Yeah. I hate the Hammer Valentine so much. But anyways, um but yeah, they 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 this is this is like a caliber match that women don't even get and they not only did they embrace it, but they like here hold my beer. Yeah. And they just they they took it to a whole new level. And it was such a great match. And this shows you what and I, you know what? Even though it was bloody and it was violent, this is the kind of match that if you do let your kids watch, look, look, look what you can do as a girl. Look right. what you can do. You yeah. can be anything. Look at them. This this is a match ten years ago they wouldn't even let a woman do. No, this is a man's match. You can't do this. So I mean it broke boundaries. For you know, it, it, it is hit on all spectrums, and it was one of the best matches I have seen all year. Yep, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. Tony uh, Tony Schiavone was interviewing Darby Allen and Sting. Oh, and, Brian Cage left. Oh, yeah. I think Brian Cage is going to be his own man. Yeah, so, it, that was so cool what he did, and I liked it. There was a couple storylines there. There's like there's like at least three storylines. So yes, Brian Cage. You know, he he uh, compliments Sting. Team Taz mm-hmm. gets pissed off. Mm-hmm. Darby Allen uh, offers the TNT title to anybody like in the Dark Order. Yes, and, and then, then Lance, and then more, more monster, more monster. That's what I want to talk about. That's what I want to talk. You reminded me for for Lance Archer. Yeah, that's the other thing I saw that made me mad. I don't like I don't like Lance Archer in in TNA. I don't know what the thing was that he had black and yellow hair. Yeah, I didn't like it. It made me mad. I did. I I I I, I soured on him. But this week won me back. And this was like a the TNA thing from like. The early two right, thousands, right, right. <laughs> but yeah, that was yeah. There was three storylines again, storylines, storylines. Yep, that's what makes things great. So there's like three there, right there, just mm-hmm. right there on just one. Uh, and Jake the Snake on, talking on, smack. Yeah, on one segment, there's three storylines right there. Whew, so and they and they intertwined perfectly. Yep. 
I, I and if you notice, if you notice though, even though if if he is leaving Team Taz, he's not a good guy because he walked down the heel ramp. Yeah, he sure did. And Lance Archer and them came out the good guy ramp and left the good guy ramp. Yeah, that was kind of that was kind of. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's that's what I like about wrestling. You can be a good guy and do mean things and still be a good guy, just like in real life. Mm-hmm. You can be a good guy and be stern, and people don't like you, but you're still a good guy. Yep. You can be a bad guy. And still respect somebody, and still be a bad guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, you're not you. You don't have to just fit into one mold. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I liked everything about it. Um, I just wanted to like before we get out, get off AEW. Yes. I just wanted to put I I I normally I post like matches or I uh-huh. post like pre stuff. And yes. On uh, Pro Wrestling News Tracker, I posted a picture of uh, Hangman Page on a lawnmower with um, mm. with Dark Order on it, and and, and five on the side looking sad. Yeah, that was on being the elite because they they <laughs> talked about it because they even brought up the part where he was talking about what he would his goal in life was to get a new lawnmower, and they were like lawnmower. And then they did the ep- did you did you watch it the yeah. being the elite episode from this week? Yeah, because they did the epic slow mo in, and it was showing John, John uh, Oh Hungy looking proud on the front, and everybody, and I think it was uh, Alex was like looking like the Captain Morgan pose and then and then five was sad on the side. And then they zoomed in on Hangman Page and he had that look on his face. Yeah. Ah, uh, so good. But hey, I like that they introduced who uh MJF stable was. Pinnacle. The Pinnacle, yes. I don't know if I like I like the name. I, I have to wait. Sometimes names aren't a hit right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, and I don't like Sean Spears without facial hair. He his face looks weird. That's just me. It I don't. Does. I, it's, he does. It it's weird. I, his face looks fat, and he's not a fat man. He's very very athletic. Yeah. Um, but I, I like I like that MJF brought up all the good points about who the people are, um, everything like that. I like he I'm better than you, and you know it. He brought that back. I like that he talked about the things like the fans saw about Jericho. So I think I can't wait till you get the war of the inner circle versus pinnacle. I think it's going to be some great matches, great storylines, uh, two great talkers on the mic with MJF and Jericho. So um, I'm excited about the possibilities of what they're going to do. I'm just worried about Blanchard, whether he's going to be able to stick around or something like that. Well, I mean, it's good that they did that because yeah. now he can take a, a step back. He can still be a snake on the outside. Yeah. But now you've got a talker, so he doesn't have to talk as much. He can just be a figurehead. <clears throat> okay, let's so. let's step on NXT. Ooh, Ooh I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I'm uh, ready. So, um, Finn Balor versus Karrion uh, I'm sorry, Killer Cross. <laughs> yes, Killer Cross. That's I, wrong. I, I think he's I, not carrying anybody. He, I, he's his own man. I think I think he he needs to be part of the hurt business. Oh my god, that would be so good. The hurt business branches out in no. all different WWE things. No, I meant like because like at like the very end because I know I'm I'm jumping around a little bit. Uh, yeah, he he does he does a double suplex on Oni and Danny, and I I can't remember. I think it was Danny that got hurt. No, was it or was it? Oni? No, I think it was Oni. Yeah, and like uh, he heard. A show oh, I got you. He's he's the, he's the he's the honorary member like Nia Jax. Yes. I got it. You you confuse me sometimes <laughs> with the hurt business. I got it. yeah. No no no. I but you know what though. That it's it comes full circle because one of them hurt. What's his face? Uh, the one that that attacked uh, Adam Cole. Remember yeah, the yeah. guy from England? Yes. And he he messed up his leg. And he hasn't so, been back. He hasn't been back yet, has he? No. So that's what I'm saying. I think it's I think it's karma. 
It's like you hurt this person, so now you're hurt. And I'm not saying I condone hurting anyone because yeah. that's their livelihood. But yeah. sometimes the universe is like, look, I got to pay you back. Yeah. You hurt this guy. So, and I really like that other guy that got hurt really bad. Yeah, I did too. So, I, and I, I forget, the sad thing is I don't remember his name. Yeah, I like <laughs> I like to stick his hat and all his like his, mm. his gimmick and like he was like a, yes, like a like a, a brawler. Yeah, a brawler, kind of like kind of mm-hmm. like kind of like Seamus. But anyway, yeah, um, Dexter Loomis and Austin Theory. God, that was <laughs> I was so happy with that match. I I never thought I would be happy with an Austin Theory match ever. <laughs> But de- but but you know what's even sadder is the storyline that it's that it is is because yeah. Gorgano made him hate Dexter Loomis when Dexter Loomis just wanted him to be his friend. Yeah, <laughs> but it was such a good storyline and it was such a good match. I agree. I really like that match a lot. Yeah, he like he he helps him up and like and then like Austin Theory hugs him. <laughs> 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 and you can see Dexter Lumen's face because okay, I got to put a move on him now. He didn't say yeah. it, but no, it's a stare. <laughs> it, it just it's in his. He speaks with his eyes, and I love it. And that's what I love about the Dexter Lumen's gimmick. I, I I I I've seen him in interviews. Yeah, and he 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 doesn't have a horrible voice or anything. But his character, though, that just his eyes say everything, and it's just that stare, and I love it. Um, I'm gonna jump around a little bit. Um, yes. I was I I was kind of disappointed with Zoe Stark losing to Dakota Kai because I think Zoe Zoe Stark is a better class of athlete better yes. wrestler. See, I didn't know much about Zoe Stark yeah. when you told me about her, and then she wrestled whenever uh, whenever William Regal was was I think he was hitting on her. Yeah, I really do. Because when he gives a compliment to the ladies, I'm like, mm, is he is he meaning it? I don't know because yeah. I, I I know his past. But anyways. But Commissioner Regal is not like that. He could be. Who knows? Yeah. But when he she did that match for the title, man, she sold me. But then this match, I was like, uh, I don't know about this. Yeah. So I was very indifferent with that match. Um. Yeah. Because like, think. Um. Because like, she's uh, she's a great. Because like, I was telling you, she was she was on Impact for, mm-hmm. a, little, for a little bit. Yep, she was there. I think she was there off and on between 2019 and 2020. Yeah, and they 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 didn't offer her like a full contract. They were just like giving her time and stuff. And yeah, that's what they did back then. They just used oh oh you're not you're not on a contract. I can just pay you per per appearance. Cool. Okay. But yeah, because like cheaper. I, I think she lost to Ty Ty Valkyrie a couple times. And okay. but I because th- yeah, I, I didn't really watch Impact until like after the pandemic. Right. Hit, so I didn't I didn't even know who she was. Yeah, she. I I th- I think she was a better. I go. She's a better athlete than. Dakota Kai and I don't. I, I I I'm not a big fan of Dakota Kai's not for any reason other than I just don't like her wrestling style. Yeah, like when she was a face, even with Tegan Knox. Yeah, I didn't really care for. Her. I like Tegan Knox. I think what, she's a better wrestler. What happened to Tegan? She got hurt. She she hadn't been back. No, she's she's rehabbing. Okay. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, kind of like kind of like the Austin Austin uh, Austin uh, Creed. Yeah, kind of yeah. like that injury. Okay, okay. Um, Tomasa Champa was fighting uh, Marcel. Yep. And because um, I think uh, I, I, I'm not, I don't know if this is like an actual storyline or if this is real. But um, what's his name? Um, got hurt, right? Timothy Thatcher. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I had read that he had gotten injured, but I, it didn't really say what it was. It just said that he had suffered an injury and he was going to have some time off, but it didn't really say. And those always confuse me because yeah. if they don't, usually if it's a really bad one, they'll be like, oh, he, like with like talking about Austin Creed, Xavier Woods, like, well, he tore his ACL. He's going to be out nine to 12 months. Yeah. And then Tegan Knox, that kind of injury. But when they're really vague, it really, it really concerns me because one, is it is it serious or not? They don't want to say because if it is really serious, that could be really bad for a storyline. So mm-hmm. now they're kind of iffy. They're in the gray area. So, but yeah, he has an injury. But again, and then it makes me think: Are you just kayfabbing it, giving him time off? And you know, mm-hmm. unless you actually say what the injury is, yeah, kind of like with the whole Keith Lee thing. Oh, he's injured, and you haven't seen him on TV. But yeah. there's no reports about him being injured. So. I don't know. But yeah, the point is it said he was injured, but they never really talked about the extent. So I don't know if it's real or not, or maybe he couldn't get back in the country because he's English. I don't know. Who knows? I have no idea. And like uh, 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 Tommaso uh, beats, um, uh, what's his name? Marcel. Marcel. And then Walter mm-hmm. comes out. Oh, and, um, huh? That's going to be such a good match. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess he's back in the States now. So I guess he didn't, he didn't want to mm-hmm. be over. Well, Jordan Devlin's coming back. Yeah. So they opened, they opened up the travel again. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that much about him at all. I didn't, I didn't until like this past week. And so Walter. Yeah. God, he, he has his chop yeah. from the people from the, like you can hear it, but if you like, like there's one pitcher in particular yeah where he where he hits the guy with his his uh it's it's uh what's his face over in new japan um oh he's got blonde hair zach saber jr i think it is yes he hits his chest and the ripple that it makes looks like his hand is like inside his chest cavity he's very very strong yeah, Volter is, but the thing that makes that makes it even worse is when you hear the wrestlers talk about the loudness of his chops. Yeah, and then the fans talk about it. There was one where someone goes, "You can't really explain Walter's chops until you're there mm-hmm. on the receiving end." And then someone said, "I was in the nosebleed section, and it sounded like a shotgun went off next to my ear." I, I mean, I didn't know that much about him until I saw that picture of that yeah. chop. You know um, what I'm saying? But yeah. that's the thing. Like, if a wrestler's like, his chop hurts, and then you go, well, I was in the nosebleed around the corner two miles away, and I heard a shotgun go off. You know what I mean? I mean, the, I know you cup your hand. That's how you make the sound. But to make it sound like a shotgun went off next to your ear in a nosebleed, yeah, that is that is just unworldly. So, yeah, they say he is very strong and very very good at what he does so yeah, that, i like volter a lot so he comes out and attacks champa so i guess that's mm-hmm. going to be that's going to be a storyline on that so. that will be a great uh, listen the bruiserweight couldn't beat him yeah so can champa will die in the champa's like moxley he's he will die in the middle of that ring yeah so I'm excited because he's already showed you that he's a very stiff wrestler now, even more than yeah. he was before, and that feeds into Volter's uh, wheelhouse. So I'm excited about this program that they're starting. It's I, like I said, I love everything about Volter. I love watching him when he was coming up, like in progress and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, and I've loved his stint with NXT UK. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens. Um, 
this week we had Dexter Loomis, so that means if we have Dexter Loomis, that means we're not going to have Cam Grimes. Oh, <laughs> so. Man, I, I want to believe. Here's the thing. If, if they don't pay off with the million-dollar man coming in to intervene or whatever with Cameron Grimes. Or just like, a cameo. I want him to be, I want him to be, I want him, you know what I want? This is what I want, and it's not going to happen. Yeah. But I know WWE, some, AEW listens to us, so I need WWE to listen. Listen to me. Listen to me now. WWE writers. I need Cameron Grimes to stalk the million dollar man like EY did to Scott Bayow. I need him to, and I need them to have what men like to do sometimes with a measuring contest. But I want the measuring contest to be with money. And I want the million dollar man to shut Cameron Grimes down. Because when Cameron Grimes gets shut down, he becomes a little baby and you get the best Cameron Grimes ever. What if what if million dollar man stalks Cameron Grimes? <laughs> No, I don't. I don't want that. No, okay. I don't. Million Dollar Man doesn't need to stalk Cameron Grimes. Cameron yeah. Grimes needs to feel like he's the richest man in the world. So how do you show you're the richest man in the world? You go after the Million Dollar Man. I need this. This is what I want. I want. I want NXT to steal the Scott Bayo EY uh, storyline yeah. and make it the Cameron Grimes Million Dollar Man because. The greatest thing ever will be whenever this is this is how I would do it. The 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 payoff is Cameron Grimes gets onto the Million Dollar Man's property, rings the doorbell, Million Dollar Man opens it, and Cameron Grimes tries to show off his wealth, and all the Million Dollar Man does is laugh at him, and then throws a stack of hundreds in his face and shuts the door. Yes, and that's the payoff right there. I think Cameron Grimes would be like and pick up the money and leave. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just want I just want the Million Dollar Man to laugh because the Million Dollar Man has the greatest laugh. I love laughs and voices, and he has the greatest laugh ever. And I, it comes from a pit in your soul, and I love it. I will I will say this that I I like what they're doing with Cameron Grimes. I, I'm, yes, I'm surprised that I like this 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 angle with the money, and but I like it so. He's dumb rich. That's why it's good. He's he's not million dollar man rich. Million yeah. dollar man rich was the was the was the was the douche rich. Like yeah. when he kicked that ball, when he hit that ball of that little kid's hand, I legitimately felt bad for the kid. And I love the million dollar man. Even now, I'm like, you shouldn't have done that to that kid. That, that little kid was just trying to win money for his family. Or when he bought the pool out, I you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he was mean rich, and I love it. What if, but Cameron Grimes is just is just dumb rich, and I love that as well. Would, would you be okay with uh, him having Virgil there too? You know what though, I, that can't happen because Virgil's AEW. That's right. You can't ever oh, have Virgil again. Damn. Remember, because he was in he was in Jericho. But here's the thing: yeah, yeah that's the, true. You probably could because Virgil will sell himself to the to the highest bidder. <laughs> he really will. <laughs> You've seen them photos of him trying to sell autographs at conventions. It's yeah. so sad. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, but yeah, no, I need I need the million dollar man to laugh in Cameron Grimes's face. I really do. That's it, my payoff. Since, since it's, I mean, it's NXT, but it's WWE, but it's not WWE like SmackDown and Raw. They'll probably listen, and it'll, it'll probably and they happen. Need, yeah, and they would do it right. Yeah, but yeah, so I'm cool with it. Oh yeah, million dollar man has a Target only exclusive figure. He put it on Facebook. The nice, other day. nice. I'll probably go and get it. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> I know it's just me and you talking. People listen to us. First of all, they do, um, and I love it. I think I think I think we covered everything that we need. Yay! To. 
I love it. I think we did good. And like I said, my, uh, my friend Joey told me he was watching the NXT UK with Jordan Devlin. He mm-hmm. hasn't given me an update yet. So I'm waiting to see what happens there. So the the the, uh, the UK have their yes. own cruiserweight there too? Uh-huh. It's Jordan Devlin. Because right. Jordan Devlin never lost the lost the belt. Okay. Yeah. That's that's odd. That's that's a, that's actually a pretty good storyline. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, so. I like I, I watch it once in a while. They have some good matches. Um, but yeah. So oh, and also don't forget. I know I got the email. If you don't cancel your subscription, it'll automatically cancel okay. as of like the second of April. So make sure you have a Peacock account and get it set up so you can watch WrestleMania or and any of the wrestling pay per views like the takeovers or anything. That's a that's a applicable. <laughs> Applicable, if applicable, no, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No, to, you're fine. I had to throw that in there, so it's okay. You're good. Um, okay, I so know where you live, and I'm gonna come visit you, and you won't like it. Well, the kids have spoken, they didn't like you, they didn't like the way you treated me, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I do gotta talk to you about something off show, though. Okay, um, okay, so uh, thanks, thanks for being a part of this. Hey, man. this was great. Hey. Uh, I love it. Oh, I also want to say I enjoyed the Bigfoot Club podcast. Thank you so much. With the, well, I always say it wrong. Folks, Falks? Falk. 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 Yeah. See, I was all wrong again. But yeah, it was really, really good. I really liked it. Steven says, uh, we don't give a Falk. <laughs> I know he doesn't because he doesn't. Hey, listen, I can't trust Steven. Yeah. Uh, you know, he wins me over with the wrestling stuff. I, I like his thing, but yeah. you know, he doesn't know a good dread dread when he sees it. <laughs> Calling you out, Steven. Debate me. He don't want none. He's scared. He's sure scared. Don't. Sure don't. He don't. Sure enough. Show sure enough. So uh, on that note, we're going to call it a night. All right. Have a good one, everybody. Good night. Night.